0: We have in our Gospel today the recounting of Jesus' second sign. His first sign being the turning of the water into wine at the wedding feast of Cana in Galilee. And this is his second sign, it says. Now, in the Gospel of John, Jesus' signs are meant to reveal his person, who he is. And uh, something very important um, uh, that we should take observation of in our lectionary during Lent is that for the first three weeks of Lent, we're reading from the Synoptic Gospels, which is the term that's used for the first three Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And then from the fourth week of Lent and the fifth week of Lent onwards, we have John. Why the transition here? So we're, and we're right at that kind of uh, watershed mark here, this transition to today. Um, as it is in the Gospel of John, these signs are meant to reveal the person of Christ. We're now transitioning away from a focus on, uh, basically ourselves and the kind of our own failings and weaknesses, and we're now turning to the person of Jesus Christ. The first three weeks of Lent are the passages from the first three Gospels that have a lot to do with, um, our own, uh, morality, uh, or lack thereof, and, uh, the challenge of the, of the law, God's law, and, uh, fasting, and things like that. Things that have to do, uh, works of mercy. Things that, that pertain to us. What we do or what we don't do. <laughs> what we do well or what we're not doing so well. And, um, you know, in a certain sense, uh, there's a kind of a humbling that takes place for the first three weeks of Lent. We're supposed to actually kind of come to a knowledge of our own weakness. So sometimes, uh, you know, sin is always bad. Uh, you know, failing to live up to our resolutions, it's always a bad thing. But, you know, God brings good out of evil. And one of the good things that He can bring out of our sin, out of our failings and our our lack of commitment, our lack of um, being able to live up to our resolutions is a knowledge, is a deeper knowledge of self, that we are weak and that we need Jesus. And so, now at this point, after kind of establishing that, we're turning to Jesus because the Gospel of John reveals Jesus. All the signs in John reveal his person, who he is, what he came for. He came for sinners like you and me. Uh, he came for people who have weaknesses and failings like you and me. And so now we're transitioning from ourselves to Jesus. It's a nice um, uh, shift of focus from our own failings to the one who can remedy our failings, the only one who can remedy our failings. Uh, I think this is a, there's a certain movement in the virtue of humility in general that follows this pattern. Okay, So humility has two aspects to it. It has an aspect that pertains to the self, but then it has an aspect that pertains to the other, which ultimately really uh, points to God. So um, I'll give you a little parable here. I'll probably preach something like use this illustration again in a Sunday homily because it's, it's a very good one. With the virtue of humility, I go back to a, a pagan wisdom. Actually, um, Aesop, Aesop's Fables. There's a fable uh, in in the collection of Aesop's Fables. He says this: Every man is born and comes into the world with like a, a basically a kind of a backpack, um, a double-sided backpack, wearing a double-sided backpack. Okay, you got kind of like a basket on the front of you and a basket on the back. Okay, and uh, your own faults and your own failings. Uh, are usually deposited in the back one, and the faults and the failings of everybody else are usually deposited in the front. So that that's what you notice. Okay, so you draw attention to everybody else's issues and problems and sins and failings and offenses against you and whatnot. But you you have this tendency not to notice the ones that you do. Okay, so um, humility comes when we take that basket and we actually reverse it. We turn it around and we're able to notice and pay attention to our own failings, okay, and, and not the failings of our neighbors. And then actually, one step further, so we begin by noticing our own failings, but then here's something else. Now this is a higher element or aspect of the virtue of humility, is we take all of those, uh, good things that our neighbor has and we put them in our basket and we're able to actually notice the good that's in others. Okay, St. Paul has a very challenging passage in his epistle to the Philippians where he says, Have this mind in you which also was in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God something to be grasped, but he emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, and so forth and so on. It talks about Christ's humility and he says, and Paul goes on to say, he says, Regard others as better than yourself. That's, that's pretty, Pretty neat to be able to do that, to regard others as better than yourself. I think that's one of the most challenging passages, uh, in almost all of the Bible. And, uh, someone might say, well, what, what if I really am better than this other guy? (laughs) How do you, how do you, how do you regard someone as better than you if I'm really better than that person? Okay. Okay. So, I mean, it's funny, it's a funny question, but there's some, some validity to it. And, uh, I mean, the reality of it is, it's true we have to affirm that there are objective, uh, aspects and virtues and elements, uh, that are better and go- and worse, okay, in, in people. Uh, but it's all about what you pay attention to. Okay? We have a tendency to pay attention to our good qualities and not to pay attention to our failings. And in our neighbor, we have a tendency to pay attention to their failings and not their good qualities. We need to reverse that. We need to take that backpack, that two-sided backpack, and turn it around. So we're noticing not only our failings, but the good things of our neighbors. Yes, they've got bad things. And maybe, maybe from a bird's eye point of view, you are a better person than that, than that guy. Maybe you are. But that's not the point. For you, in your mind, what you pay attention to is you should pay attention to that person's uh, positive traits, and not their negative, and then pay attention, maybe if you want, to your own negative traits. And thereby, you'll be able to regard others as better than yourself. That's the path to true humility. But notice, though, my point being that there's these two elements or aspects to humility. <clears throat> One is kind of like the negative aspects of yourself, but then the more important and the deeper element is to actually notice the positive aspects in in your neighbor. Now, what the theologians say is that those positive aspects in your neighbor are actually a participation in the divine excellence. Because there is nothing good in this world, there is nothing good in our neighbor, except that it is rooted ultimately in who the one who is truly, absolutely, fundamentally, truly good, which is God. So God's divine excellences are actually reflected all throughout creation. Like if you see someone who's a really good athlete, that is actually a reflection of God's divine excellence. If you see someone who's really beautiful, it's true. That's actually a reflection of God's divine excellence. Now it's kind of a lower level reflection of his excellence. A higher level reflection of his excellence is someone who's virtuous. Certain virtues, okay, these invisible qualities that someone might have if they're a just person, or if they're a courageous person, or if they're uh, full—of course, the highest virtues is charity and faith and hope. So those are the divine excellences we can look towards, and there's a humbling of ourselves before them, an abasement of ourselves before those excellencies, which is ultimately a humbling of ourselves before God. So just like we in our lectionary, we have this transition from kind of focusing on our own self and our own weaknesses uh, or our own successes, possibly, in the first three weeks of Lent. Now we're transitioning to the divine excellence, which is Christ, who is Christ. And that's what we are going to be focusing on this week and the following.